Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show. Hey guys, you are now tuned into The Lauren Goodwin Show. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about what women want. Now, when you think about what women want, honestly, <laughs> we don't know what we want to eat. We don't know what we want in a man. We don't know what we want to wear, what color to paint our nails. All we do know is what we don't want. And that's probably a guy's perspective somewhere or every guy's perspective everywhere. Uh, but a lot of the podcasts thus far have been motivational. But I thought it'd be fun to switch it up and talk about what goes on inside the heads of women. Spilling secrets, if you will, the feds <laughs> for about 20 minutes. Nah, but the majority of the questions I get are not broad topics and they're about me personally and trying to get to know me. And I usually go into broader topics. So this week I was going to uh, dive more into relationships and just get a bit more personal. And we're going to talk about what women actually want. So to start that off, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, you know, I've done a lot of research to come up with this this podcast, um, but it's my own opinion and um, just what I believe the innate behaviors and what we like crave as women, even though we don't really realize it. So of course, women want a great life, whatever that means. For most of us, it boils down to how society has framed our minds and that's to grow up, get married and have a family. We are bread nurturers. Someone asked me a question on Instagram and said, do women even want to get married anymore? And I, I busted out laughing uh, because I'm like, are you kidding? It's crossed every woman's mind at, at least once in their lifetime. Um, of course, 99% of women want to get married. Uh, it's just been ingrained in our minds that this is the way since forever. And I will say that situations and environment can change this view a bit, but overall, that's the honest truth. You heard it here from me. Now, talk to me in five years. That may be different. I may have a different outlook just because um, my view now on relationships is very, very different than it was five years ago. Like, I kind of had a vision for how my life would go now that I'm in my adult life. And people go through real life things. Like, nobody knew even this year that we're going to go through a pandemic, right? So the plans I had for this year are completely changed. And I think for the better because... I'm so different and just my life has been shaped in a different way. And that's kind of how it is with relationship. Like every five years you go through different things that are like, okay, maybe I want this instead of what I've thought I wanted five years ago. Um, but you all know the 80, like who has kids, lots of money and just travels the world. Like she's probably been through the ringer. Somebody put that lady through the ringer and she finally decided to hang the shoes up in relationships and focus on herself. Whatever works, happiness is key. I'm not there yet, but um, and hopefully <laughs> I don't get that, that far down, but you know, who knows five years from now, everything could change, but we can go ahead and get back on topic. So as I said, today's episode is on what women want. So what do women actually want? The first thing is stability. Okay. So do you know how many thoughts cross a woman's mind in a day? Fake scenarios, worst case scenarios, shoulda, coulda, wouldas. It's just natural. It's something that we have to learn to control and fight in order to not go overboard. So some of us have it figured out and some do not. Um, I saw some videos on Twitter of just like this girl acting crazy outside, like running around a car and just being like wild. Who knows if he actually did something, but 
that's just, I don't know. There are things that go on in a woman's mind. We're just like, you know, think about all these different things. And so I think it's completely up to the person on whether or not you've conquered that. Um, the thing, so because our minds are all over the place all the time, just like naturally, we're born to be like multitaskers and be doing a lot of things at once. And so our minds are constantly moving. So naturally the thing that we yearn for is stability. Women yearn for stability. The only thing that is truly always going to be stable is God. And oftentimes that's neglected because we look for worldly things for stability. So it's like, so basically we're doomed from the start, uh, but I'll give some of these worldly examples. So the first thing is a job. So you love the job. You feel good while you're at the job. You know, when you wake up, you have that stability of a job. The next thing's family. So this is the case if obviously your family lives in the same city as you, you're around your family uh, the relationship with your family is good. You feel good around your family. They support you and so on. And friends, same thing. You, they're around you. You feel good when you're around them. They, they love you, support you. And uh, hobbies. So hobbies often neglected as well. I highly recommend finding hobbies that you do alone and something that's consistent just to, I don't know, it's kind of like an escape, I think. Like people who can paint, I applaud you. Like that it would be the perfect escape to just go somewhere like go in your room have all your painting tools together and just paint something and the last is relationships and because as women we have been bred to believe that this is the most important thing to have we often put the most emphasis on a relationship and a lot of our energy we look for stability in a relationship the most and this is usually the reason why it doesn't work uh, men out there listening I'm giving you the blueprint here. <laughs> if you can master some sort of stability in a woman's life, she will almost never leave. Uh, keeping your word is huge here. I believe if you hmm, like don't have your word, you don't have anything. So always doing what you say you're going to do, no matter what it is. If you say, I'm going to go to the grocery store, like just do it. Uh, because if you're consistent with whatever it is that you say, whatever it is that you do, then she knows that that's what, she's going to get from you and can accept that. She'll love the transparency, love the honesty that you never change. Now you can even, so guys, you can even be trash. So say from the beginning, you're trash. You're not a good guy in relationships, whatever. Um, and at the, at that moment, at the beginning, she's probably going to like, eventually she's going to leave. If she doesn't and she sticks with you and you're just consistently the same, although this isn't ideal um, that you're with somebody like a guy who's not, who's trash basically. If you're the same and she's accepted that for years, likely she's going to keep accepting that because it's stable. You're offering her something that in her mind, due to society mostly, but in her mind, there's not much stability going on. So since you um, all want to know about me personally and not the general population, I will say for myself, I'll just talk about from high school and on just like my stability throughout college and even before that. So high school, my dad was a coach and we moved around all the time. So I never really had that stability of the same routine. So I'm fine with like moving or doing different things because I've never really had that sort of stability. Um, I always though had the stability of basketball. So I knew I was gonna go to school, high school. I knew at some point I was gonna go to college and get a scholarship for basketball. There was peace for me in that. In college, same thing, the stability was never being around my family because I was um, far or studying, so I couldn't really see them. All my friends, I transferred a lot if you know my story. 
I moved around all the time. So there was never that stability, even in relationships, because I was, you know, different school, different school, different school. But I had that same mind frame of I'm going to be in school on scholarship and I know I'm going to be in basketball. So that was like the thing that I knew was going to be consistent in my life, no matter what. So fast forward to 2018, life starts to hit a little bit when after a million years, I was finally done with school and now I was going to go play basketball overseas. So I'd known for years that that's what I was going to do, but you don't know a situation until you're in it. And I was isolated. So that stability, again, friends, family, you know, hobbies, not really because you're in a foreign country. You don't really want to just go, hey, I'm going to go to a painting studio four miles away and then get lost or (laughs) nobody speaks English. Like, you don't know. So you're kind of just in this little bubble of basketball which was good for me because that was my job. That was something that I could do. That was my consistency. I'm going from home to at least go practice or or have a game. That's still something consistent and some stability. Now let's go, or let's, let's talk about when the pandemic happened. Luckily I have my family here, but really I was getting started with something, not an exclusive relationship, but um, every other stable thing kind of blew up because the season ended in May for me overseas Um, Well, initially it was supposed to end in May and we ended up finishing in March because Corona hit worldwide. So those two months that I was back in the States, I had not accounted for at all. Like there was, I had no plan and talk about instability. So here I am clinging to anything stable possible, which at this point was literally nothing. (laughs) Cause I'm like, okay, throughout this time, I've always said, okay, basketball, basketball. I did not have that anymore. So here I am now not really knowing if we're going to have a season next year. My aunt actually recommended to me to be a personal trainer. So I got the certification for it. And I'm also going to talk about all the wild things I did to find stability in this time. So I started like just to be productive, really. So I started real estate school. I started a 501c3, which is a nonprofit organization um, to fight racial injustice and to help people vote, learn their voting rights and Etc. And then I got an EIN for an online business for clothes. Um, ordered those. I started this podcast. I signed with a modeling agency. I've been doing deals on Instagram, interviews. I went to a protest. And then I've just been flying all over doing events for basketball. Wouldn't recommend during a pandemic, but yeah, that's just kind of how my mind has just been all over the place. Um, but most recently, as I said, I got my certification and became a personal trainer. My recent, my, my most recent venture. So somehow I've looked back and I've just noticed like all the things that I love are not stable things. Like they can be, but they all take time, like real estate, personal training. Like it takes a lot of time and energy to be put into them. And here I am again, starting a job that's based on variables, Um, not salary based, based on clients with personal training. So the first week I was not happy. I'm thinking I need to do more and just creating these scenarios. Um, Eventually, finally took a break and was like, okay, you need to relax. I kept training. And then most recently I fell in love with the job. Like I never wanted to be a personal trainer. I've always wanted to be a physical therapist since I was a kid, just my route with transferring and stuff kind of messed that up. But um, when I look deeper, they're both around athletics recovery and essentially helping people. So no wonder I fell in love with it. It's like in the same realm as physical therapy, just like way less school. I guess. And I've actually, I found that stability again. And Leo, my trainer has been so great because at some points, neither of us even knew if there was going to be a season overseas. We still don't, but I didn't even know if I was going to go overseas because I had things here 
and just my world was kind of in a whirlwind. I, my, my mind was very clouded and we could have been putting in all that work for nothing, but he never wavered. He worked me out hard and the same the whole time. Um, never questioned like, are you sure you want to, you know, keep doing all this? Like, do you even know if you're going to play? And he, and I learned a lot from him. Like he taught me so many things that I would want in my trainer that I now use with my clients. So yeah, he's been very instrumental in my growth. Um, so there's a personal about me. I don't really get into myself often. So I decided to eh, share a little bit, but let's get to the next thing in that series of what women want. So the next thing that women want is assurance. Now, we are attacked so much for this want, and we try to push it to the back burner, only for it to come out when we least expect it to. And honestly, I would say in the worst timing, because men think a lack of assurance is a lack of confidence, and that's not true. Because men seem to be more sure about things, like when it comes off, um, which, which comes off as more confident than the female population, like men don't need assurance because their egos usually won't allow them to think that they need it. So most of the time men are so sure about things that aren't even true versus women, like whatever we are sure about, like there's like a hundred percent chance we're right. Like that's why we, we think that we're never wrong because if we're arguing for it, like on end, if we just continue to argue for that, it's because we have already done our research. We already know all of the facts to say that we're right. Um, and so then the things that we are not right at or that we don't know, we look for those answers. And in relationships, that's reassurance. If we don't know something that we have a hundred, if we know, if we do know something, sorry, if we know something, we have a hundred percent confidence in that because we know confidence is something that, you know, if you love your appearance and the things that you bring to the table, you know, that like, obviously, if you know yourself, if you've done soul searching, if he likes your outfit, you can't read his mind. Like he may love your style, but this specific outfit, like you don't know. So what do we do? We ask. It doesn't mean we lack confidence. Like, okay, you're, you're not confident in, in your outfit, like what you have. All this, these are just examples. Um, but yeah, we may be, but we just, you know, want to hear it. Like, are you, are you proud of me and the things that I'm doing right now? Do you see everything I'm doing? Does this person care? All of these things are tied into the same thing, reassurance and open communication and that reassurance. So men out there, if a woman is asking you questions, looking for reassurance in areas, it's probably because she truly doesn't know. Trust me, she has read every sign and signal you've ever put out into the universe, and they're pointing in a million different directions, so she truly is not assured of whatever it is. So here's the blueprint, guys. So suggestion, I don't know, play 21 questions, have her ask real questions for that assurance, and for guys, you can push your ego aside and ask questions as well. Find that clarity. So number three, in the series, What Women Want, number three is understanding. Women want to be understood. We want to know that you see us, the real us though, not what we put out for the public, not Instagram, social media, that realm is like a totally different whatever. <laughs> like everybody seems to be posting what society wants us to post. And it's just kind of in our brains. It's not even a conscious, like we're making a conscious effort sometimes. So we want you to know who we really are, the why behind our actions, like why we do things. Like, yeah, we may make mistakes, but why, but why did, why did she do this? And that's like understanding um, your partner in general, understanding the woman for who she is. And this can confuse men a lot because sometimes what we show isn't always how we feel. 
like she could be like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Everything's good. And whole time she's furious over something that happened four hours ago. Uh, so girls or women, we have, you know, we have to work on that, um, showing exactly what it is that we feel so that they can read the right signs. But I think I can say for sure we as a whole, women, want you to know who we are not who society wants us to be or how we have to be because of how we were bred, as I've talked about before, but simply for who we are. And if that understanding is there, there's no pressure. You don't have to impress him or prove yourself um, because there's no matter what happens, what actions, like anything, you see her and know who she is. So there's stability in that. And going back to number one, um, there's stability in knowing that you see her and trust and just these, these standards of how we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be perfect and, you know, cook, clean, da, 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 da. And, and like a lot of us, I mean, growing up, that's just kind of what I, like, I enjoy doing, like cooking is, is soothing to me and those kind of things. And probably just because that's like the standard. So I never knew anything different, but like I'm saying when she takes all of her makeup off and she's just bare and who she is um, and that you see her in that, I think is really important. For a woman to know um, that you see her. And the last one is loyalty. Now, this sounds pretty baseline, like, well, of course, oh, she doesn't want me to cheat on her. But I'm not even saying it in that way, because otherwise, if it was in our innate behavior, like inside of what we needed, all women would want one man and one woman together eternally, nobody else involved. And that's not reality. People's relationships are built differently in that way and how their dynamic works. However, however many people are involved in the relationship, whatever, I mean, loyalty in the sense that you have her back. So even when she's wrong and you tell her that she's wrong in the midst of adversity and in front of other people, you have her back. You wait until the two of you are alone to tell her when she's wrong. And if she knows that, if she knows you have her back, that's when you get that like ride or die type of chick. And honestly, I've only been that way. I would say like two times in my lifetime, just because I don't know, it, it was just like what I just explained. That's similar to my situation. So I look back on those two situations, like why was I so like down <laughs> in these relationships? And it was because that like undying loyalty I received back. I remember my ex-boyfriend was talking to me and was just saying, you know, you know, in this situation, like, like, why did you do that? Like, that, that was wrong. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have did that. And I'm thinking like, dang, like you're right. But in that same, in that same breath, in my, in my mind, I was thinking like, this is, you know, he knew I was wrong this whole time and kind of just went with it. Like in the face of adversity, like when we were, um, had the situation going on when multiple people were around, whatever, like, it was like, he had my back a hundred percent and I would have never known that I was wrong until later on. He like pulled me aside. I was like, yo, like you're wrong. Like we'll move past it, whatever. I'm just saying that's when like the, a different side of me came out and it was just like, okay, you get what you give. Right. And, and that's what he was giving me. So that's what I was like, okay, definitely going to give this in return. And when you can prove that to her among um, all the things that could happen, she feels safe with you. She trusts you and you become a hero in a sense. Like that's what he became for me because you're there for her even when she makes those mistakes. Like she doesn't have to try to be perfect or anything because although she may be wrong, and I'm going to tie all these together for you all, that even when she's wrong, you bring her that stability, you reassure her, you understand her, and you're loyal to her and have her back. As I said, women are supposed to be almost perfect. So when she can be herself, 
because you offer those four things I mentioned, you offer stability, reassurance, understanding, and loyalty, then you've got her, I'm telling you. And you see that we haven't even gotten into things like men's appearance, their career, how honorable they are, and things like that. Because I'm talking about what is in our innate nature, like what we yearn for, the things that we naturally want, even if we don't realize it. So every woman has her checklist of things she may believe that she wants. But I'm just saying the four things I listed are innate things that we're just naturally drawn to. And that's why you see some women with men, you may not think are on our level. Like, why is she, why is she with him? Like, she's doing all this and he's not doing this. Or, um, and she believes, you know, it's because she loves him, but it's deeper than that. Like, he satisfies her four innate wants that we as women desire. Now, I know that was super deep this week. A lot of times we keep it light. Me and Amanda, we're laughing, we're talking. But this week, I just wanted to talk about this because it was on my mind. And honestly, I was going over this podcast this morning of, you know, what I did my research and everything beforehand, but I was going over what I was going to say, just kind of talking to myself, going over ideas. And I truly taught myself what we do yearn for. I'd never actually addressed it out loud. And so for some women, I hope that this helped you learn more about yourself. And for men, I basically just gave you the blueprint to essentially get whatever woman you want by showing you exactly what it is that women want, even if we don't voice it. So thank you all for listening and I'll catch you all next time on the Lauren Goodwin Show. Peace out. The views and opinions expressed on The Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.